welcome to An American's Guide to Bollywood, where today we're talking about Kumbalangi Nights, a comic drama about four brothers who live in a small fishing village. Hi, I'm Rose. I'm Hannah. And this is the second in our indie movie series. Mm-hmm. This is a Malayalam film. And as you can see, that area is very jungly. It is. It's really pretty, though. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Gorgeous. Yeah. And you can tell it's indie. It's a mere two hours and 15 minutes. No singing and dancing. No. It's really good. Um, I don't know if you noticed this. It... To me, it felt a little bit like a Wes Anderson movie. There were, ele- yeah, I can see elements of it that yeah. would feel that way. <laughs> the problem is there were no children acting like adults and sure. adults acting like children. Sure. Yeah. Well, a little bit. Of, a little bit of Adults that. acting like children, but not well, the way Wes Anderson does it. Right. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it was not as, as extreme, but like yeah. the lightheartedness and some of the... Some of the characters, uh, yeah, it was really kind of like what I wish Wes Anderson was. So this is about, as we said, four brothers. The oldest runs like an ironing stand Mm -hmm. with a Tamil man. Mm -hmm. The second oldest is not really living with the family when the movie first starts. He's a musician. No, he's dancer he, he hangs, hangs out, out with, with musicians I don't and know dancers what he does. and whatnot i just realized he probably wasn't oh no he can hear though he, he just can can't hear. speak yeah the third is a slacker who kind of fishes sometimes but is mostly I mean, just good a slacker fishing, but he doesn't want to <laughs> i mean but when you see him at the beginning of the movie he's hanging out by the riverside right. with the nets and everything they're just not yeah. doing anything And then the youngest is a boy who has been in boarding school Mm -hmm. and he's home for the summer or whatever the holiday is. And you can tell he didn't want to go home. Yes. And their father is dead. Mm -hmm. Napoleon. Such a funny (laughs) name. And what's funny is I really thought that when when they were like, oh, our father Napoleon. And I was like, oh, that's why the second oldest son is named Bonnie. Oh, my gosh. But then you find out that he's not actually the biological father of that kid. So oh, you would have right. already had that name before he adopted him. You're right. Oh, How so weird funny. is that? Does that that's not weird. blow your mind? It does. Because as soon as that guy's name popped up, I'm like, oh, that's weirdly Napoleonic. That's so funny. That makes sense. Yeah, maybe Indians don't recognize that. But yeah, in America, it's like literally the first thing I thought of. <laughs> Yeah. It's like, it sounds like you're named after Napoleon Bonaparte. Makes sense. Yeah. There were two separate mothers for all of the children because the first mother, the mother of the oldest son died or left Uh or something. Yeah. And then the second mother already had the second oldest brother. (laughs) Yeah. And then their parents had the two younger brothers. So it's like a mixed family. They don't live in like the best area of town. Um, not that you would know it from looking at their house, which is on a super beautiful island. But it's been cleaned up lately, so they've <laughs> cleaned right. up all that stuff. It's where they dump the cats and dogs to die. Yeah. So that's a charming thought. I know. 
I kind mm-hmm. of suspected that's why those two kittens were like in a bag. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, not, not like tied up in a bag, but they were just like in a yeah. a, a bag. Um, and I was like, mm, that's pretty classic. Yeah, uh, I mean, so, they were alive. Yeah, you don't see sad. No, because they seem to just rescue the animals if they find them. Yeah. So they, their father's dead, and their mother is, my assumption would be in the convent. Yeah. Because they say she went the gospel way. Yeah. And I was like, is that a weird euphemism for killing herself? Which they had already said she she left. And mm-hmm. I, so I, I thought that she was alive, but I was like, what does that mean? <laughs> yeah. And you can see that the family's Christian. Um, <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of Christians in Kerala, and they've got pictures of Jesus everywhere. <laughs> and pretty early on, Saji does the sign of the cross. So the mother is either an actual nun or living in some sort of convent type place. Uh-huh. She's not in a habit when we see her, and that's why it's a little... Who knows? But it's obvious that they love each other, but they don't necessarily get along or like each other. Yeah. They're fighting a lot, and yeah, things are in disarray in the home. And so we see some various romances and change in life circumstances that kind of help bring harmony to the house. And that's what the movie's about. Mm-hmm. It is really good. Yeah, all the actors are really charming... And well, some are charming. Fahad Fasil is uh, less charming. Yeah. So he's the big name in this movie. Yes. He produced it. If you look at the credits, the opening mm-hmm. credits. It's Fahad Fasil and friends. Yes. Yep. But he is, yeah. I mean, this isn't even a spoiler alert because you can tell basically from the first scene of meeting him that he's a psycho. Yeah. He totally is. And. <laughs> so funny because you were like he's so good I love him so much and <laughs> I was like okay so I was watching it and I was like you love him wait is he I, I was like maybe it's maybe I'm judging this character too early <laughs> maybe he's gonna turn it around and this is just him being awkward or something but no, no it was not yeah and the first time I saw this movie though even though he is like clearly an antagonist in the film. He was by far the actor where I was like, oh my gosh, this guy's amazing. Oh, he was so good. Because he he didn't overplay it. No. Which would have been so easy to do. Yeah. He struck exactly the right balance, I think. And who who else could have pulled off such a mustache? I know. The mustache alone <laughs> made him super memorable. Yeah. So the other thing about this movie that's really awesome is, as we mentioned earlier, the scenery. This village is beautiful, and it is so beautifully shot. They put a lot of work into shooting this so that, like, the quality of the photography was really top-notch. Yeah. Oh, it was so good. I mean, I don't have a thing to say about this movie's budget in a negative sense. Like, they had everything they needed. It was really good. And the women in it were great. Yeah, even the side characters had a lot of personality. Yeah, they really did. And the arcs for the characters were so good. I mean, some of them didn't get much of one. But, you know, two of the brothers had a lot of one. Mm -hmm. And they were were really well done. Yeah, it's funny because the film opens with the youngest one. And you see him the least (laughs) of all of them. I mean, he's a super sweet kid. Oh, sure. And the least happens to him, Mm -hmm. I guess. Except that, like, 
pretty important. Like he ends up in a better home by the end of it. Yeah, I think a lot of it is just he's ashamed. You can tell at the beginning of the movie that he's ashamed of his family. He's ashamed of them, and he also doesn't want to be around them because they just fight and are dysfunctional. And yeah. like, you know, that's terrible mm-hmm. to be around. And then Phony, the second least, happens to him. But that's also partly because he had kind of extricated himself from a lot of this already. Mm-hmm. He was like, mm, this isn't great. And he spent most of his time not there. Also, it's a little difficult because he is mute. Well, <laughs> yeah, they did have him signing and uh, with some subtitles. But mm-hmm. um, he could communicate with his family just fine. Sure. Yeah. And he was well liked. I mean, he was by far the best looking of the brothers. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, he was. <laughs> and the coolest. Like he was the one hanging out at bars with a bunch of friends and playing music Way, definitely and, had the most friends yeah yeah <laughs> um and he seemed the most well-adjusted yeah he was like the least one where you're like oh that's a sad sack right there right. <laughs> like i know yeah the other two you're like mm, yeah, mm-hmm. i kind of get it <laughs> yeah especially the oldest brother but you know the oldest brother would have been the most affected by their situation yes maybe <laughs> maybe tried and failed the most at being replacement parents Yeah, and this film is so much about fatherhood, Mm -hmm. or maybe a better way to say would be the head of the household, Yeah, the the male head of the household, because it's not just being a father, it's the running of the household, because that's what we get with Adli Pasil's character. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say, so his whole deal is that he is not good at it, and he is not that he's trying and he's not doing a good job, it's that the way he is trying to do it is just terrible right he has very very rigid ideas about what he should be doing Mm -hmm. and he's trying and ostensibly they're all right but he in the way he implements them is not good at that and it affects his whole family and so that's what you see is the role of the man in the family and how that affects everyone in it Mm -hmm. and so there's a lot of characters in this that don't have fathers anymore Mm -hmm. And you see the effect that that has on them as they try to deal with that. And so that's especially seen in the oldest brother. So it's just a really good movie. And I think it transcends, even though there there can be bits, I think, that are a little confusing. I I mean, I wouldn't show this just to an average movie watcher who'd never seen an Indian movie before. (laughs) But I think there's a lot in it that transcends just Indian culture. I mean, I almost think you could just kind of jump in. If it was someone that liked art films, I would. Sure, yeah. They'd have to like that type of movie. But, yeah, there's not really much that's inaccessible. Right. It's the thing of you would have a hard time keeping track of the characters, and you would have a hard time maybe with some of the social things. But if you're willing to just kind of let that roll over you, then you'll be fine. And then... The movie is probably going to be best for teenagers. Yeah, kids just aren't, they're not going to care about it. Well, they're not going to care about it. And then there's some stuff that happens at the end that they would not oh, like. Oh, yes, that's true. But for the most, well, well, yeah, I, w- I would think it would maybe like PG-13. I think so. Because there's serious stuff that happens in it, but none of it is graphic and none of it yeah, is dwelt on in like an unhealthy way. Yeah. So that's all for non-spoilers. We'll do spoilers on the other side of the interval.
So one of the things that I really love about this is that the oldest brother has a really serious arc, but he doesn't have a love interest. I really like that. Yeah. I like that a lot. Um, It's not that he finds a woman and the woman teaches him how to be a better man or anything. It's through trying to help his brother. Yeah, we have our own problems. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But that's what you would expect from an Indian movie. Any any sort of movie. Yeah. 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 The Indians love a good romance, of course. Sure. And I love that. And I'm always like, hey, movies, look at this. Like, not everybody has to do that. Right. You got the romance of the two middle brothers, mm-hmm. which, I mean, the, obviously the one hanging out with the American tourists, like, that's not going to last. <laughs> I love the, they, they kind of not. implied, like, oh, when they're in love and they're just going to be, like, living happily ever after. And the youngest kid is like, and you're going to get married, right? <laughs> and no one ever said no to that. And I'm like, she's not staying, by the way. Yeah. Well, <laughs> some people do, but it's not common. She. This was the beginning of her visit, though. So I'm like, she's not yeah. making commitments here. It's not no. like she's been living here for five, ten years. No. Yeah. And she's looking to settle down. Although apparently they deliberately cast a black actress because they didn't want cast to be an issue. Oh, okay. I only semi-understand what all... I mean, I don't under... Uh, yeah. It's, that's what I read. And I'm like, I kind of understand that, but I kind of don't understand it. But yeah. I'll just take your word for it. I... Yeah, I mean, I believe you, mm-hmm. but it's certainly something the the American girl never would have thought about mm-hmm. at all. No, no, not at all. <laughs> and also the whole thing of like you're in love and all that. I'm like, can she actually communicate with him? Can she understand anything he's saying? Does she know Indian sign language? I mean, do they use American sign language? And she happens to know that. I feel like that's a long shot. I guess they can. She could get the basics. I feel like she's just looking at Learn the like, rest. You seem cool. <laughs> yeah. I'm hook up with you while exactly. we're here. <laughs> I love the scene with them in um, the Fahad Fasil is uh, spying on them through the hole in the wall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he knocks the thing over and he gets all flustered. He's like, get out, get out. I know. It's so weird to me that that guy would ever be willing to host like tourists. Of any kind. Yeah. And I think that it's, that's maybe part of, you know, he got talked into it, like, for the money. And that's maybe part of what convinces him that, like, no, my way is right. I was right. No one else needs to decide anything because this is what happens. And her reaction was very normal. She's like, stop yelling at me. Oh, that's exactly the way I would expect an American tourist to Yeah. Act. You are freaking out. You need to stop doing that. Yeah. Yeah. And her being like, but it's my guest. It's my guest. Yeah. Because it's the difference in mentality of like, but it's, mm-hmm. if I'm renting the room, then I can bring anyone I want into it and exactly. do whatever I want in it. And he's like, nope, that's not, not true. I don't yeah. like that. Exactly. And for Saji's Tamil friend. Mm-hmm. I knew as soon as he climbed up on the roof to try to stop Saji from hanging himself that he was going to fall through the roof and die. Yeah. Which... When he said we're expecting a baby, which I didn't realize he meant tomorrow. (laughs) Yeah. And he's about to move and... 
Yeah. And their relationship was so interesting, I thought, because mm-hmm. he he is he is like, you know, you do make me do all the work like you have posted yeah. the whole thing onto me. But like, also, I'm so grateful that you gave me a chance and that you've given me a chance to support my life. Yeah. Uh, when we were like shunned, when we had to run away. Right. Because they eloped. Um, that was just such an interesting relationship to have where he's like mm-hmm. I consider you my brother I mean yes you 100% are a slacker and you make me do all the work but he's like yeah but your I care about you right like, yeah you absolutely are using me for all yeah. this stuff but yeah I just loved that so much that's such like a realistic relationship where it's mm-hmm. not just cut and dried Mm-mm. no and you could tell he was gonna miss him when he left yeah to go to the city to get a better job <laughs> Exactly. They were both going to miss each other. Mm-hmm. The fact that the wife isn't pressing charges or anything. She's pretty chill about the whole thing. Yeah. But you can tell it's that relationship of she knows that the guy didn't want anything mm-hmm. bad happened to her husband. Yeah. Yeah. It's that. And it's also kind of like, I think, you know, she, I think she also maybe has had a life where she's like, well, if bad stuff happens to me, that's maybe just my life. Yeah. And if she had to run away from her family to elope with this guy, this is not the first bad thing that's, hap- that's happened to her. Yeah, exactly. And then later on when she's like, I have to leave because my mother cursed me when I left and the curse is just following me everywhere and I don't want to bring it here. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, well, she probably, she also probably just thought it was her fault. Yeah. Which I think is not that unusual in mm-hmm. that situation. So, yeah. And they were like, well, good news. We already wrecked everything here <laughs> anyway. So, yeah, why don't you just stay? <laughs> but he does step up and yeah. take care of her. He does. And he brings her into the house even when his younger brother Bobby is like, this it would be better for me if there wasn't an unmarried woman living in my house. Yeah. If it didn't look like you had shacked up with this lady after not quite manslaughtering her husband, (laughs) but like definitely being the impetus of his untimely demise. But yeah, because he was just going to do the right thing. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what makes these brothers so likable is even though they have their problems and some of them are quite serious, they all have good hearts. But that's the difference you can tell between... These four brothers and Shammy, the psycho. Fossil's character, yes. Yeah. Is that Shammy is obeying all of the rules. Mm -hmm. Like the rules that society has laid down as to what you should do and how you should live and all that. And he's doing all of those things. He's making a good living. He's taking care of his wife and his wife's family. Mm -hmm. He's maintaining order in the home. And it's a nice house. Like clearly he's doing well. But, but that is also the most important thing to him. Right. It's more important than the people that are part of it. Right. He's so hard-hearted. And that's why he is like, well, I don't care who you want to marry because they're they're not good enough. Yeah. Um, Whereas, and they'll never be good enough. They can never, like, turn their lives around enough because right. it doesn't look good. Yeah, because the background is – they've already been doomed by their background. Yeah. And these brothers – they don't live the way they should, and, but they do have good hearts and they do want the best for the people around them. Mm-hmm. And the difference, of course, is that they can reform the way they live. Yeah. They can work on not fighting. They can try and get better jobs. They and can they do. Yeah. They can do like try and control their anger or their uh, laziness or whatever it is. 
because they already have the most important thing. Yeah. Whereas Shammy's never really going to learn how to be a good person. <laughs> no. I mean, to be fair, that's because there's something fundamentally wrong with him. It's very obvious that this isn't just yeah. like a Scrooge character. This isn't like there's something wrong yeah, with Yeah, no, Jamie. it's far from that. Yeah. It's more like involuntary stay. Yeah. And maybe like medication forever. Yeah. Yeah. Anyone who just like gets a small amount of backtalk from their wife and then has to like Blair Witch in the corner for 15 <laughs> minutes straight. And everyone's just like, what's happening? It's probably not a good sign. Oh my gosh, I know. But the other thing is when you look at the way he's living, he is the only man in a house full of women. And you feel like that's given him the sense of power that he wouldn't normally have. Right. And when his wife's uncle comes to stay, he immediately is putting him down. He's saying like, this is not your house basically like yeah i'm the guy in charge here yeah you feel like there's a reason he's living in like he married that woman and is living in that house because yeah he wants to be the authority absolutely and he can only live with his own very rigid set of rules oh for sure yeah he obviously doesn't care about her yeah yeah and these four brothers there's four men in the house but none of them are exerting any sort of authority and no one recognizes anyone else's authority. Right. So they're just in a different state of chaos. Mm-hmm. And a little seven brides for seven well, brothers. Well, right. <laughs> because that's the irony, of course, is that they don't find peace in their house until they start bringing women into it. Mm-hmm. Because you can't just have men alone in the house and expect the household to run smoothly. <laughs> it requires the presence of both. Right. Well, yeah, and they need a reason to a, a reason to change. And, you know, that reason is partly family, but for some of them, it needs to start somewhere else. And like with Bobby, it's baby. Mm-hmm. Their story was so sweet. I know. It really was. Yeah. And baby was adorable. Yeah. I really liked her. She was so good. Her sister was great also. Mm-hmm. But I also really love, even within those relationships, you see Bobby's friend. Croissant. Yes. Who is also got his little romance going on. Yep. And it's super sweet. And he's just like, oh, yeah, like, I'll do anything for this girl. And I'm going to marry her. And it's going to be, you know, everything. And and he's just going along doing what he should. And then Bobby's, like, pressuring Baby into doing things she doesn't want to do. Right. And, and thankfully, Baby's not having it. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, it's it's amazing. And he's also, you know, he's kind of a jerk to his friend. And yeah. his friend is like, no one cares about me except for her, not even you. And it's true. He's just, like, bossing his friend around. Mm-hmm. He gets introduced to his uh, his friend's girlfriend, and he tells the girlfriend, well, you, you must care about personality more than looks, huh? Get yeah. with this guy. Yeah. Because he's not a looker, but you know. No, but I loved her because she was yeah. like, she was like, what do you mean? You see him with his sunglasses on. He looks just like some Malayalam star. I don't know. Yeah. And he was like, that's right, baby. And they <laughs> right. go off. Exactly. They're super happy together. Yeah. But because Bobby doesn't want to have the restrictions of, like, responsibility Mm -hmm. and adulthood, he's the one that's like, oh, well, you should, like, make out with me in this movie theater and let me do whatever I want in our relationship. Yeah. And Baby's like, uh, no, because I have respect for myself. And he gets all huffy and he leaves. 
I know. So it's that sign of immaturity where you see that he has to grow up in all aspects of his life. This whole irresponsibility in finding, like, paying work. Yeah. It's all just part and parcel of him not wanting to be an adult. And he doesn't want to put the work in to anything. But, of course, eventually he does because he realizes... He has to. He can't have baby any other way. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's why, you know, he was like, he quit his job. He couldn't do it anymore. And he's like, well, we should just break up. (laughs) But what's nice is baby wasn't like, no, you have to go take that job back. She recognizes that he can only do so much. Like he can't work in a fish processing factory. But I really liked that she also didn't beg for him to come back. Like she pushed it the last time he walked away. Mm Mm-hmm. And I was like, don't do it again. Like, you can't always be the one yeah. trying to force it to work. And she's like, fine, then maybe we should. Mm-hmm. Right. She made it obvious she wasn't happy about it. But right. Also. Yeah. That she wasn't. Their relationship, I think, was just so realistically done. And so. Yeah. So, so well done in that both of the people in it were given respect. Yeah. And power in the relationship. Absolutely. Because he is willing to do a lot for her, but she does recognize, like, he can't buy me a nice house and he can't get some crazy job and he Mm -hmm. can't do all these things because he also has to be the person he is. You know, that's where she was talking to Shammy and she was like, you know, (laughs) like, yeah, I'll go live in that house with him because I love him. Yeah, exactly. I don't care. He's a good man. That's enough for me. Exactly. Mm Mm-hmm. The other thing that was interesting about the movie is because it's becoming an ecotourism village, mm-hmm. you get that juxtaposition of the old-fashioned traditional way of the way people in Kerala live mm-hmm. versus the newfangled stuff, yeah. which was kind of interesting. It was just in the background. Mm-hmm. But obviously, like, people are coming there and what they want to see are the thing, the way people have been doing things there for hundreds of years. They exactly. don't want to see the fish processing plant. They want to see the ropes that they're making and the way the fishermen throw the nets and all of that. Exactly. But when he decides that he's going to get himself, like, his life together so that he can marry baby, what he goes to do is make money at the fish processing plant, which Mm -hmm. is the modern element that's clearly somewhere in the town. We never see anything that looks like that. Yeah. But I just love that juxtaposition between people's longing for the old ways of life, which eventually he does decide, like, Baby's like, why don't you just be a fisherman? He's like, oh, yeah, I guess I could just be a fisherman. (laughs) Yeah, I know. So is that that too low class? (laughs) Yeah. How is that lower class than working in in the factory? I don't know, man. But yeah, that juxtaposition between, like, the soulless, you know, modernity of the factory Mm -hmm. work that he was doing, where, I mean, it was the fish... The, the fishermen are catching. Yeah. The old-fashioned way, I'm sure. Exactly. Versus what everyone clearly wants, which is the more traditional way of living. And it's not only what the villagers want, it's what the tourists want. Yeah. Exactly. But, of course, you can't avoid the fact that, you know, fish processing plants are going to be more efficient <laughs> ways to use the fish than anything else. Yeah. So it was just kind of interesting that it was just in the background. It wasn't really a main focus of the film at all, of course. Yeah. Because there was already a lot going on. They didn't have time (laughs) for that. Yeah. The one thing I will say is that the least, my least favorite part of the movie that I was just like, what is going on? Is when 
the oldest brother goes to the therapist. Really? You didn't like that? No. What did you think about it? I thought it was really um, valuable. I think that there's probably a ton of people in situations in India um, where they could really go talk to someone. But the idea of it is just like, like it has to get to the point of that brother where he's like, I have to have help. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I thought it was good that it was in there, but it didn't bother me. For me, it seemed really cheesy, especially when he's like, I can't cry. And then he's like crying all over the guy's mm-hmm. shirt and everything. I think the problem is I look at that from an American perspective and I say, oh, I've seen so many bad indie movies Mm -hmm. with stuff like this in it where it's just like touchy feely nonsense Mm -hmm. i would be interested to know how that played to an indian perspective yeah because also we never see the therapist before after that and in fact you never really see the therapist at all but but i also wonder if he needed a temporary father figure for him like he's constantly being it for his family. Oh, yeah. But I mean, you never see the guy except for that one scene. Oh, no. That's why I said temporary. Right. But that's not, I mean, that's barely even temporary. Um, so, yeah, I would just be interested to know how that would play to an Indian audience just because, like, I looked at it and it just reminded me of so many bad art movies I've seen. So, the next movie we're watching is a return to Hindi. And that is Connie, which stars Vidya Balan. Nawazuddin Siddiqui. I'm. I don't know how you say that, but I love. Yeah. Love him. He is so good. Yeah, and it is a movie about a woman, a pregnant woman, who's looking for her missing husband. So she comes to Calcutta to look for him. I cannot wait to say Namaskar to this movie again. <laughs> An in joke for those who have seen it. <laughs> And it is a bit hard to find at the moment. However, you can find it on DVD if you look around for it. So we'll see you next time on An American's Guide to Bollywood. For more of An American's Guide to Bollywood, go to guidetobollywood.com. To contact us, write us at moreismorepodcast at gmail.com.